Hola, this is Maria Plata, and I am here to tell you all about the random things I learn every day. I am a mom, a wife, a teacher, a highly sensitive person, and just a creative soul who wants to share my day-to-day learning with you. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, and let's get talking. Hello, and welcome to the Plata Life Podcast. We are on Season 2, Episode 20, and we are finishing up the highly sensitive person creativity project, whatever I called it, uh, with Week 16. So I am so excited to be here today and to discuss all of the things that have happened in these past 15-ish weeks and to set you up for this very last week of the project so that you can finish strong, so that you know what you got out of it, and so that you can try again if you want to. Um, I'll discuss some of the things that I'm working on behind the scenes and how I can support you in your creative endeavor. Um, Yes, so week 16 of the HSP Creative Project is going to be all about reflection. Now, I don't want it to be a reflection of like the whole entire thing, which it can be and it will be a little bit, but I really want you to think about the last three weeks. So we had um, the last three weeks are all about taking action, the small moments, and what was the last one? Oh my gosh, I'm blanking it. I'm blanking it out. Oh, what did I talk about last time? Oh, the ripple effect. Ah, yes. Uh, And the ripple effect. So as you are creating in this last week of the project, I want you to really think about your place in this world. And I think this is a really hard subject for highly sensitive people sometimes because we oftentimes can feel a little bit out of place. So I want you to really think about what you've gone through in the last three weeks, even if you didn't do a creative project, like that's fine. Just close your eyes for a second and think about the last three weeks. So yes, think about what happened the last three weeks and kind of the lessons that you've been learning along the way of who you really are at your core. And we've already kind of explored that a little bit more and really think about your place in this world. Um, And I say that a lot of HSBs feel a little bit out of place because you know, if you think about 20% of us are highly sensitive people, like that's roughly what, you know, research says. So that means that 80% of the rest of the world doesn't quite see the world the way we do. They don't feel things as deeply. They don't see the beauty of a sunrise as much as we do. Not to say that they can't or that they won't, but it doesn't impact their lives in such a meaningful way like it can for us. And so, when you go out into the real world in your real life, not your fake life, you know, whatever that means, there is going to be that pull or that feeling of, wow, maybe there's something wrong with me because everyone else seems to be handling all these other things in a different way and they don't see things the way that I do. Um, so definitely you might have a lot of that come up for you as you reflect, as you think about, you know, what you've been doing the last 16 weeks, if you've been doing this with me, or just kind of, you know, following along, listening to the podcast episodes or whatnot. So as you reflect, I want you to really think about these questions and see what stems from this. 
I I hate to say, you know, now you should do X, Y, and Z, and now this is where it'll take you because we're all so different. And the path that I've taken with this project is nowhere near what I thought it was going to be. The things that have happened in the last 16 weeks are not at all what I thought would happen. And so we always start with the end in mind and we think about, you know, all the different possibilities. But I'll tell you a little secret that I've learned through the creative process is that what we have in mind as, you know, the end of the result or whatever it is that we want is nowhere near as good as what the universe has in store for us. And I I say that with a smile on my face because I think that's the message I need to hear today or this week or this as we finish this project is that I can plan all the things and I can have all the hopes and dreams, but it's never nowhere as good as what actually ends up happening. And yes, there's challenges and yes, it's hard and yes, it's really messy, especially when it comes to, you know, being a mom and parenthood and a marriage and all the things that come along with it. But at the end of the day, you know, when I go to bed and I think, wow, I am so lucky to be who I am in this world and to have the life that I have in so many different ways. And I I share that from a place of gratitude and a place of abundance and a place of, dang, this rocks, (laughs) you know? And so as you reflect on these last three weeks, I want you to really think about the following things, okay? So, okay, first thing, where have you noticed your life needing more of you? Let me back up a little bit. So there are definitely moments in your life where you have that inkling to speak up. You have that little feeling inside of your heart that says, oh, I should say this. Then something happens where maybe your mind says, oh, but if you say this and that will happen. So where, where are you noticing that the most? Um, for example, I noticed it a lot at meetings when I was teaching when we would have like a staff meeting. And someone would share, like, I'm stressed out about this, or I don't know what to do about this. And I had this inkling to just tell them, like, it's going to be okay. Or your kids love you no matter what. Or, you know, you should just let go of the lesson plan and go outside and play tag with your students. Like, obviously, I didn't say those things because I always felt like, well, people think about me. You know, I'm telling them to not do what they're supposed to be doing. And the rule follower in me, the HSV that like wants to please everybody else, was always too afraid to say those things. And I think back on, man, I think people just really needed to hear that it's okay to be human, that it's okay to struggle, and that it's okay to let go and just be for a little bit. And so I I'm kind of doing that now with this podcast, with my creative project, with the way I'm connecting to people on Instagram, the way I'm connecting to people in real life, and just kind of saying, like, it's okay for you to be human. We don't always need to be doing. We don't always need to be producing things. We don't need to be testing. We don't need to be putting on a show. Like, for what? And so I... I have a kind of a hard balance because I go between that feeling of, yeah, just let go. And then like a feeling of, okay, we also need to hold ourselves accountable because we can't just be a free for all. Because then I go to the woo kind of free spirited me um, that doesn't really follow through on things. So I take that with a grain of salt, but also just know that there are moments in your life that you're called to say something or do something or be something because the world needs it. So really think about those moments for you. Um, 
and I don't want to say it's the same for everybody, but as a highly sensitive person, it's probably going to be one of those moments where you really shine a spotlight on your sensitivity or the things that stem from your sensitivity. And that's scary because like I mentioned, 80% of the world is not sen- as sensitive as we are or as we can be. And so it it's a little scary to put yourself out there because what happens if well, you get made fun of or people don't understand you or you lose all your friends and nobody wants to hang out with you? I don't know. You know, those might, might be fears that I have sometimes, maybe, possibly. But you'll never know if you don't try, right? Like, think of that Coldplay song. But it's really like, if you don't say the things that are in your heart, the things that are in your mind are going to take over and you, you never really will know how you can impact others around you. And so we go back to that, that week of the ripple effect and, you know, those small moments. We are highly sensitive for a reason. And I think the world needs to kind of come back to that place of, of nurturing and and I think about my role as a mother and all the things I've had to unlearn not because I'm blaming my parents or society you know obviously like that stems from that too but because they just didn't know better you know like you look at the research and you look at the things that we thought were good for us and then you do those things and then but there's something inside of us that just naturally feels what's supposed to be right for us in that moment And I think about birthing my babies and how I really had to kind of fight against this societal, like, guilt that says I'm going to hurt my baby if I decide to have him in a bathtub, you know, like that kind of feeling. And I knew deep inside of me, like, that was something I needed to do. And I'm so glad that I followed through with that. Not to say that hospitals are not a place, you know, where people should give birth. Like, I'm not going with that discussion at all. I'm, I'm just saying... There's something innate within us that tells us what feels right and what is right for us. And when we go against that, that's where a lot of that anxiety comes in. And it's like we're lying to ourselves and we're telling ourselves that we should be living a lie that was not meant for us. And so it's scary. It's like, I want to say a really bad word right now, but it's really scary as heck um, to go against what we've been told is good for us and to say, you know what, maybe that's not the best thing for me. Maybe this is the best thing for me because if I don't actually try it out and look for for the things that are best for me, like how will I actually ever really know? And so going out there and doing the things that feel a little scary and speaking your truth and being honest with who you really are to yourself and then to others and finding your place in the world is scary because you know what happens if it doesn't work out and what happens if we're wrong what happens if I say something and that impacts somebody in a negative way which it has happened to me actually so it's scary and so as you reflect this week and you think about all of those things that you've been you know processing through your art or your creativity or just living in the day-to-day life who are you and what are you here to do is kind of that big existential question that I've been, you know, delving into the last few years. My whole life, actually, I, I do remember being like a six-year-old kid and looking up at the moon and be like, who am I? I remember and like so vividly. I think I must have been five. Um, and I did a painting about this one time and I like, I looked at the moon and I'm like, oh my gosh, the moon is following me. Like the moon is actually following me. I obviously, you know, didn't understand all the science behind it, but I just remember having this, like, 
deep feeling of who am I? And I would go into this like space every once in a while, you know, through my childhood and not so much now, but like, like, I don't like, there's this me and there's this like thing outside of me that looks into my life. And it's like, who am I really? Like if I look from like a bird's eye point of view and like, I just see me living and like, and I would actually like have this feeling of like getting out of my body. And it sounds really weird. I know, but I really did. Who am I? Like, who are you? And not like, who are you to like, do what you want to do? Not like that. But like, who are you really? Like you'd strip everything away. You strip away all of your titles, all of your jobs, all of your roles that you play in this world, like you strip all that away, like who are you at your soul level? Um, So obviously it's kind of like a heavy topic, I guess you could say, but this last week I really want you to think about that and reflect on, you know, how are you impacting the world, your inner circle, you know, what are are the things that you do that have those ripple effects and how do you want to continue to do that and how do you want to stop doing that and all these things that happen and so I want you to just be from that place of okay so I think this is who I am I think this is what I'm meant to do let's test this thing out and reflect on those moments and write it out you know speak to someone about it journal um do whatever it is write these questions out I'll probably post some other questions um for the when I'm posting the HSP creative project on social media and stuff I'll write out some other questions that I'll post on Friday so if you're listening to this on Wednesday look forward to those questions that I'll kind of let them simmer a little bit longer but yes um next week I will definitely go in and do like a whole wrap-up of the whole project and where we go from here and you know kind of what season three will be about I'll probably add a few more episodes for season two while I get situated for season three um I made my list of people that I want to interview and I typed up the message that I'm gonna send them but I haven't it's Tuesday today I haven't actually sent it out yet so I I'm 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 holding back a little bit because there's a little bit of fear like the excited nervous feeling I'm getting like what if they say no what if they're like oh you're crazy what if I try to do a recording and like it doesn't go through and it doesn't work and I just waste people's time and I waste my time anyway so I'm processing through all of those feelings right now which I will get through them and it will be fine um but yes I'm excited for to look forward to season three and I have my list of people that I'm going to reach out to sometime this week possibly today, possibly tomorrow. I don't know yet. Um, But yes, so that's it for the HSP Creative Project. If you're just listening for that, really take the time to reflect on the last few weeks. Who are you and how do you fit in the world, essentially, is what I'm asking for you to answer after these last few weeks. And then next week, I'll do like a whole reflection. um, Where do we go from here after uh, this project is done and blah, 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 all that good stuff. So if you're just listening for the HSB Creative Project, this is a good time to stop. And yeah, I'll talk to you next week. If you're here for the day-to-day life of the Plata Life podcast, um, it's a little heavy this week. And there is, I will say, a little bit of a trigger warning. So if you've experienced some trauma with your children where you had to rush them um, to the emergency room or anything like that, I am going to be talking about something that happened last week. Um, I'm okay now. Um, I gotta go. The baby just woke up. So I'll come back and do that part. So thanks for listening to the HSP Creative Project. And I will be back in a few seconds. All right. So here we go. 
uh, yes, the baby had fallen asleep in the car on the way back from school, dropping off my son. So I stopped to get a tea from Starbucks and I was recording in the car. Um, well, he took a nap because I don't want to wake him up, you know, take him out. And then he's like half asleep and just don't want to do anything. But be whiny because he wants to sleep but wants to play at the same time. So I just let him take a nap in the car while I drink my tea and recorded the very beginning of this episode. And so now we are out for a walk because it's actually still in the 70s, um, which has not been happening the last couple of days. So I'm excited. Anyways, here's that word I'm trying not to say anymore, but I just said it. So ignore me for that moment. Um, so yeah, it was a little bit scary last week. So I recorded the podcast episode for week, uh, 19, the 19th episode on Tuesday morning. And, um, all right, you probably heard the baby crying in the background and I was like, oh, he's teething. It's fine. Uh, he's being a little cranky, blah, blah, blah. And then in the afternoon, he was still kind of like whining a little bit. You know, he wasn't feeling well, my son had had the stomach flu and the baby had had diarrhea the day before and so I was like oh he's probably still not feeling 100% poor baby we'll just you know do some cuddles and then my husband came home in the afternoon after work and I was like I don't know he doesn't really have a fever like he feels warm but the thermometer is being weird like maybe our thermometer is broken I don't know and so it was like around 4.30, he felt warmer, and then the thermometer kept like going up and down, and I'm like, I don't know, something's like, we'll just have dinner, and we'll see if he feels better afterwards. Um, and I try not to give my kids medicine as much, because I want them to be able to like fight off whatever they're fighting um, naturally through their bodies, and so, I mean, I've done that with my older son, and so I was just, you know, kind of like keeping an eye on it. We had dinner, he was... He was just acting really tired, and then after dinner, you know, he he felt warmer, but his fever, like, it wasn't past 100, and so I was just kind of keeping an eye on it and seeing, you know, what, just kind of minute by minute, you know, when your kids are sick and you're just not sure what to do. Anyway, so then we finished dinner, my husband goes to take a shower, he's in the bathroom, I'm nursing the baby on the couch and then out of nowhere his whole body just goes limp and then he starts having a seizure and convulsing and I I don't freak out because I'm like oh my gosh like I'm just like in the second like what's happening and I go and tell my husband something's wrong I grab the phone I call 911 right away like I just like automatically did all these things that I didn't even think through all the way I lay him down on the bed my husband gets out of the bathroom. He's like, oh, my gosh, I'm already on the phone one and one. They're on their way to, you know, come check on him. And he's just, like, not waking up. And, oh, boy. Um, I'm, I'm not, I don't feel like crying when I talk about it. But I do know that I'm an external processor. And so for me to talk about it helps me process the experience more. He's fine. Everything's good now. So just, (laughs) you're not like, oh my God, what happened? Um, I've never called 911, like where they have to come to my house for an emergency. I've never gone to the hospital, like as an emergency, like I have to go there right now, except where my son fell and hit his head and cracked it open. But that was like, 
he was so conscious. He was still, you know, like, it wasn't, like, super scary because they just needed to check his head, um, which can also be scary, I guess. But, yeah, it was not the best of times, for sure. And definitely one of those moments in my life where I kind of have, like, an outer body experience where I... I see what's happening, but I don't believe it's happening to me. And I kind of just have to go with it and see, okay, what what happens now? So I called the paramedics, obviously. It felt like forever that they took to get there. You know, as a highly sensitive person, obviously this is like kind of traumatic for me that it it is what it is, but it's happening. Um they get there and you know to see your little baby on the floor and not responding because they we moved him to the living room to like so they could check on him faster and it definitely was a moment where I told myself all right and my family calls me Sede because my middle name is Serena so my nickname is Sede and so I said all right Sede this is a moment where you either freak out and it all goes worst case scenario, or is this a moment where you take a deep breath, raise your vibration, and just do the best that you can in this in this exact second that's happening. And I looked up at my husband and my son who were just standing there, and it's like that feeling of if I lose my shit, then everyone else will lose their shit. Part of my language, but it's true. And so I just tried my best to stay calm and and then, you know, he's kind of waking up and they're saying it's a febrile seizure. I guess this temperature spikes so fast that, like, it happens with some kids. But his vitals are good. They did, like, a, a sugar level test to make sure, like, he wasn't, like, diabetic or anything like that. And they're like, we do need to take him to the hospital just to get him checked out. Like, he's obviously not awake all the way. And so it, was, it wasn't like, a, oh, my gosh, it's rushed right now. But it was more like, a no, that's, that's we need to ride in the ambulance. So, um I've never ridden an ambulance before, so that was a new experience for sure. And then we get to the hospital. By the time they're taking him out, which, the, thank goodness, the hospital is, like, right down the street from us, which I'm like, man, we did a good job picking this house. Um, by the time we got to the hospital, he was a little more alert. And as soon as they get him out of the ambulance, he's, like, screaming his head off and saying, no, 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 to everybody. So that made me feel like a hundred times better. Like, okay, that's him. He's screaming at everyone to like, he doesn't like that. So yay, he's actually like aware of what's happening now. Um, Gave him some medicine. He slept it off for a couple hours. And then, they, I mean, everything checked out. Everything seems good. It just, I guess it happens to some kids. Like their fevers for whatever reason trigger these seizures. And I... When I was laying there with him, you know, just holding him because I was nursing him nonstop, I I wanted to go to, like, that deep, dark place that I tend to go to sometimes and let the shame and the guilt kind of, like, overpower everything and not make it my fault, but, like, blame something or something that I can control for the next time. And I think that's the hardest part about probably life in general is that there are some things that you just have no control, I mean, a lot of things, that you just have no control over, and I resist that a lot, and I'm, I'm analyzing my 
experience with this as a point of view from from my experience because I can only do that right (laughs) there's just a lot of moments in life where you really have no control over anything except how you react to it and so I'm laying there on the bed and I'm just processing everything and I'm just filled with so much gratitude and I've been joining this clubhouse room um, about the law of attraction every morning and they talk about gratitude and raising your vibration and being positive and so on and so forth. And I just kept hearing their voices in my head of all the things that they, you know, like they've been talking about lately of your energy really matters and all this stuff. And I was just, instead of going to that anxious place of, oh my God, it could happen any moment now. And it's going to happen again. And, you know, like where I go down the rabbit hole of the what ifs, I stopped myself for the first time in my life, probably and was just filled with so much gratitude that he was breathing and that he was okay and that I was able to go and that my husband was able to stay home with my other son and you know you just you just sit in that place of holy crap <laughs> I'm breathing he's breathing we're okay and so I think oh that experience was definitely something that I don't hope anybody goes through or anything like that. I know people have gone through much worse and things like that, but it's definitely one of those moments in life where you you kind of stop everything. Like everything stops and everything freezes, and all the things that you thought mattered like don't matter at all. All the things that you worried about, like you no longer care about because the only thing that matters is the health of the baby, and that was definitely something that has shaped the way I've been viewing the world this last week and kind of how the HSP Creative Project has been taking a weird turn for this bigger meaning, of course, because everything's always a bigger meaning for me, but, you know, it really is. And, whoa, that was just a really scary. It was scary, and I did not like it one bit, (laughs) but I am also just so happy and so grateful that everything worked out we went home after like three hours of being there and the whole night I kind of was on some like alert high alert and we just gave him the medicine every six hours that they told us to and it's just something we're gonna have to be aware of and now I know what it looks like so if it happens again I'm not like I, I know what to do like I know my next step and I'm just so grateful that the paramedics were able to get there and they did a fantastic job uh one of the the firefighters came back to the room and brought little hats for my sons and stickers and I'm so happy that he's okay I mean they were just so sweet and I just I'm so grateful like everything's okay so yes anything can change at any given second and that was definitely something that was I was reminded of last week when that happened so I mean my life to life you know it's we have ups and downs and scary moments and exciting moments and happy moments and bad moments and they're all a part of us and yeah I guess that's it for the life to life part every day my everyday living I I guess I don't know, like, I'm trying to word this in a really, like, eloquent way, but I don't know that I can. (laughs) 
I am really just proud of myself for being able to handle that and remembering that we are strong and powerful (laughs) and that we can handle the things that are thrown at us and that everything that happens to us can be a lesson and that I'm just grateful that everything worked out, that my son is healthy, that I'm okay, that everyone's okay, and that we live in a place where we have access to these things. It just, yeah, I'm just really proud of myself and my family and how we can do hard things. So other than that, I really, I don't know. I don't know. I just kind of, we took it really slow. Then my husband took the day off on Wednesday and we obviously just kind of hung out with the baby and took my son to school so that he could have a good distraction and process through it with him and the best that we could. And yeah, we just continue to move on, you know? I mean, there's really not much to do, but to continue to do the things that you do and just, you know, be grateful and happy that things are going well when they are and take a deep breath when they're not and raise your vibration whenever you can and just feel that deep sense of gratitude for the people in your life and how much they mean to you and tell them you love them and live in the day-to-day with them. And just a huge reminder for me to be present in the moment as well. So that's where I'm at this week. I am finishing up some things for the Spanish doodle lessons that I've been doing. Um, I should be able to release those in a couple weeks. Hopefully, cross our fingers, everything else works out okay. And then we'll see where summer takes us. I, I mean, it's crazy. It's already, like, May, and I still have this, like, mentality of, like, 2020. Oh, what a crappy year. I'm like, it's, like, halfway through 2021 almost. Like, you got to move past that, dude. And so I'm trying to just kind of be like, all right, so what's next? What's happening now? Like, things are opening up. We have our vaccines. We're doing this. We're doing that. And how do we re-emerge into the world without being full of anxiety and without letting it overpower my every thought, Um, especially when scary things happen? So other than that, I don't know. I don't have any answers for you other than thoughts, thoughts and questions. That's what I'm, I'm here for. But I do hope that things are going well for you as a listener. I really appreciate your support, messages, emails, questions, anything that you would like share. I'm always here to listen. And I may be reaching out to some of you listening to be a person on my podcast for season three. Or if you would like to join me to have some of these discussions and record them about life and motherhood and being a highly sensitive person or your creative endeavors, um, definitely reach out to me. Uh, you're probably already, if I know you, you might already be on my list. So if you're not, that's great too. So anyways, I hope that you are having a great week and that you find this useful in some way. And thank you again for your support. And remember, hug your babies, hug the people you love if you can, tell them you love them. And let's continue to live the day-to-day life and being in the moment. All right. Thank you. Bye. Hasta luego.